Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G, with me. Once again, back in the saddle, the man, the myth, the... I'm, that's cliche. I'm not going to say that. Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. Did you miss me? Did you I, miss me? Your boy's here, boys and girls. Everybody listening. missed you. Everybody missed you, Justin. I mean... I had to take a little hiatus, but I'm back. I'm back. Dave knows... Dave knows we tried our darndest. Yes! Me and Dave, yes! we gave it our we gave it our good college effort. We gave it the, Dude, I the have 100%. No doubt. But it just it just wasn't the same. Now next week it's really going to be the same cuz Dave's going to be with us. So yeah, the yeah, trio yeah. the trio will be back and of course that'll be glorious. I mean you just you saw that text. I wish I was here for this. Huh? I, I know. read it. Read it quote unquote. I'm jealous. I can't be he- there for this. I know. Sad, sad face emoji. Sad face emoji. So bad. So bad, man. But it is. It, it makes me happy because it's it's the small stuff in life. Am I right, Justin? Hmm. Dude, obviously. It's th- that's the stuff that really gives you the most joy. I mean, I love it, man. You got to appreciate the small things. That's right. Like like getting a nice car. Sure, that's cool. But like, you know. Does it uh, does it really jazz you for that 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 long? Nope. Like graduating with a doctoral degree? Yeah, I mean, I guess that was cool for me. But was I jazzed forever? No, not really. Nope. Like, but but like a free lemonade when you didn't ex- expect it. Daymaker, right there. You know, like somebody true, comes up and they're true. like, "Hey, do you want this lemonade?" And you're like, "What? For free? Yeah, I do." So true. And you're just you're psyched or it. A nap in a hammock when you didn't know the hotel pool was going to have hammocks? Game a changer. A hammock. That sounds good. Right? All of those things. It's the it's the little joy. That's a fact. And I'm going to I'm going to uh I'm going to let you in on a little joy in my life, Justin. Tell uh, me, dude. It's a little secret. Say what? Usually what? when I'm by myself and something ridiculous happens, Okay. Let's, let's say I'm at home and just out of nowhere, like a uh, thunderstorm moves in and thunder hits really hard, right? Mm, or like yeah. I'm walking down the stairs and I trip down like five of the uh, the stairs before I I catch myself, mm, right? You're a loser. That's a fact. Yeah, something like that, right? What I tend to do when things like that happen, I make little songs. Mm. I make little songs about it. Word. You know? Like I'll just make a I make a little chorus to myself, and then I'll just sing them over and over again for like the next five minutes, you know. And sometimes, if I'm really jazzed, like impro- improvisation, improvisation will happen. Jeez. And it'll like I'll just I'll just start soloing, and I'll go really hard in the song. And I gotta be honest, 
It makes my day, Justin. Mm. Those songs make my day. They make me really happy. And For sure. uh, that's the first time I've ever heard of something like that. But like, I guess it works out with you, you know, because like you were in a band. So I'm guessing you had some type of songwriting background, right? Not really. No, no, no I wasn't really the songwriter of the group. Okay, but you well know, then it's weird that you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me give you a little example. So this past week, I was cruising down the road, uh, listened to a little yeah. news on Sirius XM. Uh, okay. And basically, the only people that buy ads on these stations, on the news stations, uh, are old person services and goods, right? Because that's the only people that listen. Um, So basically, all you get is like life insurance ads and CPAP machine cleaner ads. That's pretty much it. CPAP machine cleaner. That's... I, I would like to say that I made that a creative joke. That's real. I hear those but every I feel single like that's day. That's real. That's every single day. So I'm listening, and this commercial comes on about life insurance. And it's a husband and a wife talking about the life insurance. And the wife is like, honey, it's only going to take a little bit to fill out this form. And the guy's like, oh, God, I don't know how long. She's like, it's just a couple of questions. And then it goes through the questions. And she's like, see, we're done. And he's like, that's it? She's like, yeah, that's it. And he's like, wow, I guess now we have time to celebrate. Wait, what? Right? What? And now see... Was it, su- <laughs> was it as suggestive as what you did? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, it was, Justin. And the insinuation there was that for some reason, since they were able to finish signing up for life insurance early... That made them want to have sex with each other. Word. Right? Jeez. Which is really weird. You said it. Which is really weird when you think about it. It's like, hey, I just found out in 10 minutes that when you die, I get $500,000. Let's <laughs> Yeah. Right? And I, I was just like, man, that's so bizarre. And it inspired me, Justin, to make a song. Yeah. Okay. I made a song. Are you ready to hear it? I don't know, but just do it. Nope. This is now, your th- show. This is a bit of a rock song. So imagine some really raucous guitars behind me, all right? Sweet. Now, this is going to be in a, okay. fa- a falsetto. Are you ready? Here it is. I don't know sure. if you're ready. I'm scared. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, here we go. Maybe just try baritone first. You really no, uh-uh. no. You got to you got to go all in. You got to go all in. Yeah. Here we go. This is scary. <sighs> Fuck fast because of life insurance. Fuck fast because of life. Yes. Fuck fast because of life insurance. I think I might do it twice. Yes. Huh? Ooh. Huh? I like the rhyme. Thank you. I like the rhyme. A-B, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Go- <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Justin. I must have sang that over like 200 times with all kinds of varying lyrics. There was one lyric That's pretty good that I did with Super Blue Pills. Yeah, yeah. You what? can. Yeah, Super Blue Pills. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. No. I'm talking about <laughs> pills, Justin. Yeah. Oh. And I gotta be honest. The it ones a, you have to call your doctor for if it lasts for more than six hours. Amen. Amen. Oh, true, and I'm gonna true, true, I'm gonna true. be honest, Justin. You're it was weird. a daymaker. This song yeah. just made me jazz for the rest of the day. And well, Justin, I like that little chorus. 
You think? Well, you know, I mean, I'd have to come up with a verse, obviously. If any of the listeners want to come up with a verse, you can. Feel free. Let's work uh, on it. Let's wor- work on it. Work on it together. It's a group project. But, Justin, I want to hey. say this show is a small thing. Yes! But I want it to be a small thing <laughs> like my insurance song, A Daymaker. That's right. Are you ready to fire up this show that is a daymaker? Of course, dude. I've been waiting. Up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Oh, yes. Justin, we have a fantastic show. I was telling you before we came on the air, we have former NFL player and foodie connoisseur Donovan Clark. He's offensive lineman for the San Diego Chargers. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. We have a new single from our man down in South Cackalack, MSCJ. He came out with a new single. Yeah, yeah, he's back at it. The Gullah Geechee people. He's preaching the Geechee gospel. We got a new single from him. I don't even know what the you just said. Gullah Geechee. You don't remember back in the day, the Gullah Geechee people? Maybe you weren't on that show. Maybe you were off saving the world. I can't remember. I don't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll update you once we get there. But first. Let's do it. We have to start where we start, Justin. Which is birthday suit. Mm-hmm. Hit me, hit me. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Born on August 21st, 1986. Our birthday suit wearer was born in Sherwood, Jamaica. His wow. parents his parents ran a local a grocery in the area. Uh, growing up, our birthday suit wearer loved sports, especially cricket and football, also known as soccer. He started to stand out, however, not in either of those sports, but in sprinting. By the age, it's Usain Bolt. It is Usain mm, Bolt. So crazy. We were just talking about him in class today. Yeah, I talked to you about that in cla- about the class I was in today. Actually, Word. it's he, so funny, but. Other, he that's is, uh, for another time. Huh? <laughs> he is ridiculously fast. So let, I'll finish this up. His cricket coach noticed how fast he was, told him he should focus on sprinting. In 2001, he made his first appearance on the world stage at the age of 15. At the age of 15. And at that time, he ran a 48-second 400. And he ran a 21-second 21.73 in the 200. That's just so impressive for a 15-year-old man. Exactly. And then, obviously, in 2008, he ended up winning. He broke the world record for the 100-meter dash and the 200-meter dash. He went on to repeat both of those two more times in the 2012 and 2016 Olympics, along with winning the relay, although one of those relays was taken away for one of the folks on the relay uh, testing positive. But aside from that, he still got all... ruin it. I know, I know. He still got all the other eights and the world records. Usain Bolt. Yeah, he still does it a lot. I always ask, man, how that's got to feel. How crazy that has to feel to be literally the fastest man in the world. Seriously, man. That photo of him just smiling in front of like all those guys trying their hardest while he's just like just blasting carefree. 
yeah, yeah blasting them, man. It's that. I'm gonna make that my wallpaper one day. Sweet. It's crazy, man. Like I just like obviously being the ordinary, boring person that I am. That's a fact. I have never been in a point where I can say I am better than a person at this. Nope. Many, many people. Like, and you are saying I am better than seven billion people. I am the best. There literally is not a single person that can touch me at this. And it's something so cool, like being the fastest person in the world. It's not like I'm the best at marbles. What? Or eating bananas. This is I'm the fastest man on earth. Crazy. Crazy. Happy birthday to Usain Bolt being the big 3-3. Train to a trace. Train to a trace. 33? Yes. Still young, but I... mm, I, I don't not think young in Olympic years. Nope. I was about to say he's he's not. Uh, he would blow away everything anyone has ever known about sprinting if he went into the 2020 Olympics and won them. Like that would just be yes! that would that would just be a, a whole other level of insanity. Yeah, yeah. N- anyways, let's move on. Are you ready, Justin, to rip the headlines? Tell me what these are. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Oh, my gosh. I've got some good stories today, Justin. i got some good stories. So this this first story comes from Concord, uh, New Hampshire. It comes from the Concord Monitor. Um, now, hypothetic, hypothetically, Justin, uh, by the way, whenever I say that, I'm sure listeners are like, ah, oh, Jesus. He's going to talk about something illegal here. But, anyways, (laughs) hypothetically, um, any illegal act that you were going to commit, what would be highest priority for you with that uh, uh, illegal act? What would be number one on your list of things that you need to do during this illegal act? Hmm. Like, like you got to... This seems way, way too vague for me to try to think of like give me a situation what are you going to try to avoid justin hmm. uh getting caught right yes and how do you avoid getting caught hmm. uh staying, don't leave any prints stay out of the cameras i don't st- know ex- you know stay I mean. anonymous yes stay yeah. anonymous anonymity is key again yes. hypothetically hypothetically Anemones, dude well, a man in Loudon, New Hampshire, he really, really failed on this yes! in a really odd way, too. So, a uh, man in Loudon uh, commits a really horrible crime. We'll get to that here in okay. just a second. Okay. So, a lady wakes up with a man in a ski mask on top of her while she's in bed. Wait, right? What? She wakes up, middle of the night, and he has a roll of duct tape, and he's like, hey, keep quiet. Uh, and tries to put the duct tape on us, right? Um, apparently, this man hadn't really thought uh, through this heinous act nope. because the lady just fought him off like he was that weak. And he she just like threw him off and was like, hey, get out of here, loser. And he ran away, right? Um, wow. Well, of course, she called the cops. 
right? And the cops were like, um, do you know anyone that could break into your house and do this? Hmm. And she was like, well, there was a guy who lived in my neighborhood who helped me break into my house when I locked my keys inside about a year ago. His name was Michael. Hmm. Uh, at the same time, the police were looking over her house, and in the bedroom, they found the roll of duct tape, because he left that, and then a Rite Aid card. Wait, what? A Rite Aid mm. card. So th mm. so then they brought in the K-9 unit, right? And the K-9 unit took the police directly through the woods behind her house to Michael Pecan's house, right? Pecan? And when they Yes. Like the nut? Yes. And when they searched wow. his house, they found a ski mask and dirty shoes. Mm. At the same time, the other cops called Rite Aid to see who the card was registered to, and it was Michael Pecan. Now, I know this isn't the most important point of the story. Why did he need a Rite Aid card to commit this heinous act? Hmm, just to make like, sure, dude. You gotta always be prepared. Like, why did he even have it? He's like, well, I'm gonna go commit sexual assault, and then I need to get cough medicine. But I'm not going to pay full price for that cough medicine. Nope. Better remember my Rite Aid card. Yes! Don't want to get caught without that. you got to be that. prepared for any kind of situation. Even more so, I've been to Rite Aid several times and did not have a Rite Aid card. And the and the, the, ca the uh, cashier let me use their Rite Aid card. So true. Like, they'll usually oh, nice. ring you up with their Rite Aid card. That's the kind of people they have at Rite Aid. Yes! I'm just saying. Yes! Come on. <laughs> Now, that's not the point of the story. Anyways, he was he was charged with these uh, these sexual assault counts, and he's uh, he's gonna stand trial soon. Anyways, I'm just saying, really weird card to leave. Am I right? Moral, Justin? yeah. Moral of the story: Don't bring any Rite Aid cards to just, whenever whenever you're gonna commit a crime. Just, just saying, um, Justin. This next story is out of Sacramento, coming from NBA uh, NBC affiliate KRCA. Justin, uh, do you remember when Phil Jackson got into hot water when he called LeBron James business associate slash friends a posse? Oh, yeah. Did that in his book, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. Hmm. It might have been he was talking about him in the book, and then somebody asked him about the book, and he said posse in the interview. It was something yeah. associated with the book and LeBron James. Anyways... Uh, in California, they're working to eliminate another posse. Word. Oh, yeah? Yes. We're still the, using that word? Like, yes. Like, we can do that? Okay. We're not offending anyone. Uh, they're eliminating the posse comitatus law. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this comitatus. rule, this rule makes it a misdemeanor with a fine of up to $1,000 for failing to help the police make an arrest or catch a fleeing subject. Wait, what? Mm. Justin, you know how many misdemeanors I would have under this law if this was in effect? How many? However many fleeing subjects I saw. So that true. would be <laughs> how many misdemeanors I would have. Because unless the suspect is like a, a kitten... A rabbit, a puppy, or a lemur, I'm not jumping to end that guy's fleeing 
nature. No. Wow, no. dude. Definitely you just, not. You, 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 you're pro crime. I well, hey, I didn't sign up to be a police officer. I'm just saying, I did not. I did not sign up to put myself into danger and serve and protect. That's all I'm it saying. It is your civic duty, sir. My civic duty is to follow the rules and vote, sir. That's right. That is my Ooh. civic duty. Uh, Justin you stand here. Stand up for what you believe in. Amen. Amen. Uh, this next headline <laughs> comes from the Pensacola News Journal, and sometimes, well, close to sometimes home. we just need a headline. Am I right? Always. Here we go. Here's only the head, hmm. and notice my language. Uh, what does that es- mean? Escambia County Commissioner Doug Underhill receives prank box of industrial strength word in headline. <laughs> wow. Like, what's an industrial <laughs> strength? I mean, what is that made of? I gotta ask, first of all. How do you not get? How do you not get that box and laugh? So true. Like I don't care right? who you are. If you get that box, I mean, they even is like you said. They went the extra mile and they made them extra strength. Yes. Come on. Industrial Come on. strength, freaking. <laughs> it's amazing. It was well, and just so you know, the commissioner didn't actually get the product. It was just the box. There was nothing in the box. It was just the box. Um, okay. But apparently Doug, he wasn't he, he wasn't laughing. Nope. He's actually still angry about the event. He's trying to find out who sent it and trying to uh, reprimand them for the event. Word. But I got to be honest. I mean, that's just funny, Doug. Come on. Come on. And so true. If you got that box... You gotta, you gotta think about your actions. Why did I get a box of industrial strength? <laughs> why is, why, why did that happen to me? Um, okay, Justin. Uh, this next story, uh, it's a bit sad um, mm-hmm. because it shows us uh, the times that we live in. That's a fact. Uh, so this is from the National NBC Moves, uh, n- not moves, news. Um, moves. So. Zayara Mercado, uh, okay. she she is from Puerto Rico, uh, a territory of the United States, right? Where all the citizens of Puerto Rico are, of course, citizens of the United States. That's a fact, right? Yeah. What What's the official language of Puerto Rico? Spanish. That's a fact. Right? Spanish. Yes! Do you feel something racist building up? Because I do. Yes! Um, um, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know this. <laughs> well, yes. Z- Zayara uh, has dreamed of being in the Air Force, right? That was her dream. Uh, and now she's living that dream, right? She's in the Air Force, and she's stationed in Hawaii. Sweet. Well, in Hawaii, she went to Starbucks one day on her lunch break, obviously wearing her uniform. Yes! Uh, and uh, while she was waiting in line, she answered a phone call. And being from Puerto Rico and her family being Puerto Rican, she answered it in Spanish. When she got off the phone, she was tapped on the shoulder by a woman who said, quote, you shouldn't be speaking Spanish. That's not what that uniform represents. Huh? It's distasteful. Wow. You wow. speaking another language does not represent America and that uniform. 
you are you are very doing something that's very distasteful. Hmm. Dave, uh, Dave, huh? Justin, sorry, it's been Not a while, here. man. <laughs> I have several things here. First, this lady is serving in the military. I'm not doing that. Nope. I can tell right. you that a hundred percent that I will not do that. Yes. So she can speak whatever she wants: Spanish, English, she has German, more than you. sign language, she has more than me. Whale sounds. I don't care what she does. She can say whatever she wants on that phone. It's fine. Second, she's a U.S. citizen from Puerto Rico. They speak Spanish. That's a fact. They are U.S. citizens just as much as anyone else with their language. It is their primary language, and they are U.S. citizens. Amen. Lastly, we didn't even create our language. Nope. We speak English. We obviously stole our language. That's a fact. It doesn't represent <laughs> us. It represents England. That's like slapping a, ta a taco out of someone's hand and being like, hey, this is America. We eat American food. Here, take this slice of pizza and enjoy. Wait, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's We stole it all. What is she talking about? Jeez. Zyara, you the speak Spanish and you be proud. We are proud of Seriously. you for being an American. America! Uh, Justin, I've got some interesting and disturbing research news from Newsweek. Tell me about it. So the underwear brand Tommy John, uh, they did a little survey research on people's underwear habits. Uh, now, Justin, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's going to get a little grungy here. Ew. Uh, they you polled. Like like I do. 2,000 men mm. and women, and they found that 45% of the respondents wear underwear for two or more days in a row. Jeez. Nope, nope, not here. Not, you, you, you won't see that happening here. Now, here comes the Maybe kicker, Maybe with though. you. Here comes I the kicker. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Justin. If I'm not running on a day, I may go through another day of underwear. Girl, come on. If you I don't work, sick. if I don't work out, I may wear it twice. It may happen. Never, never talking to you again. But here's the kicker. Are you ready for the kicker? Because you're really not going to talk to these 13%. 13% of the respondents said they have worn the same pair of underwear for a week or more. Wow. I'm calling the cops. That's it. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> a week or more. That Dude, is. I am. So someone needs to be in jail. Those 13% need to be arrested. That is so disgusting. Yes. There is no but, way. They're like, un what's happening? Their underwear has to be like those paper containers you get McDonald's fries in. Like, that's what they, they just have to look God. like greasy and crispy like that Stop. after that long. Oh, greasy and crispy. Oh, it's God. just ridiculous. Now, here's here's the other thing they found in the survey. Um, hmm. I found this really weird as well. Tommy John says that the industry standard for how long you keep underwear should be six months. Now, obviously, that's skewed because, I mean, it's a underwear company so, so i'm surprised they weren't like uh it's two weeks and then you got to get new underwear so better keep us on speed dial just saying we're underwear <laughs> um 
But <laughs> they said 46% of the respondents said they owned the same pair of underwear a year longer. Uh, or a year or longer. Which, I mean... Yeah, I've I've wore underwear for uh you know, I've had the same pair of underwear for a year or longer, right? So true. But that means that 54% of Americans get new underwear every 6 months. Like they replace all of their underwear every 6 months. Do you do that, Justin? Hmm. No, I don't. Honestly, I've worn mine like over a year. I have like a pair some some underwear that's like are we talking boxer briefs? No, all all underwears, all undergarments. Yeah, like I've I've had underwear for like. I no exaggeration, Justin. Yeah. I have underwear from my freshman year of high school. Word. Okay, not that far for me. Maybe like I'll I'll exchange it in like two years, three years. Two years, man. Like they're classics. Like there's some that I'm like I can't get rid of these. They don't have any holes in them. They're still good. I'm like, why am I gonna get rid of these? Nope. There's no reason to get rid of these. Perfectly good pair of underwear. Well, I don't get rid of them. I buy a new pair. Yeah, you put more in the rotation. Or buy. Yeah, put more in the rotation. That's that's what I meant. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. And so then if it has holes or it's getting worn down, like colors fading, the material feels weird on my on my place, then you know. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Guys, I got bad news. My underwear feels bad on my place. Word. We need new underwears. Yeah, uh, yeah you're weird as heck and do it. Justin, this is the last story. This one's out of St. Louis uh, Fox Channel 2. Uh, so the cops were looking for a man that abandoned two toddlers in St. Louis last week. Mm, what a jerk. Uh, so apparently, the St. Louis man, he was in charge of taking care of his girlfriend's kids while she was in the hospital for a medical procedure, right? Boyfriend of the year. That's a fact. Now, the boyfriend, he didn't have a super hard job because like, all he had to do was wake up the kids and take them to the daycare, right? So he almost got it right. So he woke the kids up, <laughs> and he went to drop them off at Kingdom Daycare. And uh, he went in, and he was like, hey, dropping off some kids. And the workers there noticed that these kids had never been to that daycare before. Nope. So they walked up, and they were like, hey, hey, hey excuse me, sir. These kids don't go to this daycare. And he was like, mm, no, I don't agree with you. They totally go here. And they were like, no, we have the list of kids. Their names aren't on this list. And he was like, not buying it. See you later. And left. Hmm. And they, they, they were following him out like, hey, no, you can't leave these kids. And he's like, sorry, they're your kids now. They totally belong to this daycare. <laughs> and just left, right? So weird. Well, eventually, uh, the police found the children's grandparents, and they left the kids with the grandparents, so it all worked out. But I gotta say, it's an interesting, like, I don't know what his end game was there. If he was just, like, tired of the kids and was like, you know what? I don't give a crap. I'm dropping them off at a daycare. I don't remember what the daycare is. The girlfriend, she's knocked out because of the hospital procedure. Who cares? I'm just leaving them at this daycare. Like, what? Like, how did he not believe them? I don't get it. Was like, he just like, yeah, I, uh, okay. Just irresponsible, man. No um, awareness. 
Amazing. Amazing. And that'll do it for Rip from the Headlines. Uh, Justin, we're going to be right back here on the Doc G Show. This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. The Doc G Show. Because sometimes you need something playing in the background. Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on 99.5 FM. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Justin... If you haven't already, check out the podcast. It's good. It's good stuff. Just revisit our old shows. Laugh, love, mm. play. Amen. Eat. You know it. I don't <laughs> you, know. You'll have to provide the food. That's a fact. But I hate yes. it. www.gshow.com. And Justin, something that happened on your sabbatical. Say what? We made a Spotify playlist. With all, what? with all artists from the show. So if no they will, yeah, I'm so, an Apple Music user myself. But I mean, I, I dabble a little bit in Spotify I, every now and then. Well, it's free. You can, yeah. I mean, you know, it's free. You can get Spotify and listen to the playlist. You just have to shuffle it. And when you're shuffling the Doc G playlist, it's all the jams. It's all the jams. That's a fact. So check that out too, listeners. Uh, check out the Spotify. Justin, are you ready to find out who was listening to us this week? Hmm. Yeah, where are we going to, dog? Uh, first, Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. Wow, here. Hello, yeah. Wilmington. Yeah, Wilmington, man. That's uh back in the day. That's where uh that's where Michael Jordan used to train some in the off season. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Wilmington. Uh shout out to Ponta Vedra. Yeah. Right, right there we at go, r- baby P V. R- right shout down out. from Jack's. They're giving us some good listens there. Shout out to one of uh, Dave's favorites, Genoa. Italy, shout out to those Genoa. guys. Grazie, grazie. Shout oh out. yeah. Shout out to the Czech Republic. Got several uh, listens from the Czech this uh, this go round. Charles Bridge Thanks listeners for checking us out. Oh yeah. See I see what you did. I see what you did. Uh, shout out to the Sac Town, Sacramento, California. Yes indeed. Nice. Yes indeed. Shout out. To all of our friends there in Austin, Texas, had a lot of uh, listens from Austin, had a lot of uh, guests from Austin, like, uh, uh, let's see, who do we have from uh, White Denim from Austin, we had Band of Heathens from Austin, Reckless Kelly from Austin, several bands out of the Austin area. So true. Uh, Shout out to Falls Church, Virginia. Shout out. Falls Church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave gave us the slogan we need to make bumper stickers. Uh, Virginia's for Doc G lovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn, New York. Shout out. Brooklyn, always giving us Brooklyn. the listen. We appreciate it. Uh, North Allerton, United Kingdom. Shout out to wow. North Allerton. Shout out. Uh, nice. And the lastly. UK. 
Uh-huh. Lastly, one of our, our regulars, Omberg, Germany. Yes. Yes, Omberg. Shout out. Uh, thank you. Thank you, folks, for all the listens. We appreciate it. And, and now that Justin's back, I'm sure the waves, the waves of fans will come back in high demand. Yes! Uh, Just one. <laughs> My mom. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Buy your Snapchats. I don't know if she wants to listen or not. She doesn't seem probably to be too, not. She doesn't seem to be too big into what you do. I don't know. Nope. She's she's not that impressed. Uh, she hates me. <laughs> oh. uh, are you ready for the second birthday suit, Justin? Dude, come on, let's do it. Born on August 21st in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, our birthday suit wearer was one of nine children. Nine. Uh, did you it, mention the year? I'm sorry. Oh, I did not. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't actually have no, it. No, you're li- good. I think, hold on, let me, uh, give me a second here. Uh, 1936. Dabble in it. 1936. Wow, okay. August 21st, 1936. He is no longer with us. I will say that. Uh, born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, one of nine children. In high school, our birthday suit wearer was very tall. At the age 10, he was already six feet tall at 10 uh throughout middle school he mainly focused on track and field he had some ridiculous numbers in track and field in middle school he jumped six six in the high jump ran the 400 meters in 49 seconds ran the 800 meters in a minute and 58 seconds and threw the shot put 53 feet and four inches in middle school ridiculous of many trades when he started high school, he was already 6'11". Wait, what? What? His freshman year on the basketball team, he averaged 31 points a game. In Jesus. his final season in high school, he had a streak where he scored 74, 78, and 90 points in consecutive games. He decided oh to go to the University of Kansas... He stayed three years at Kansas before going pro. Uh, since the NBA didn't uh, accept players that weren't 22 at the time, he had to play with the Harlem Globetrotters for a year. Hmm. He was then drafted. Like, is this like Wilt? It is Wilt. Wilt. Wilt the Stilt. Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. He went ooh, on ooh, ooh. to be a two-time champion, a four-time MVP, a 13-time All-Star, a 10-time All-NBA player, and the only player to ever score 100 points in a game. Wow. Amazing, Wilt, man. Wilt the Stilt, man. He had a little bit of a height advantage and a size advantage. Yes! I mean... The next closest hey, guy but that's was not his fault. No, it's not his fault. He took advantage of it, man. He took advantage of that advantage. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. He is no longer with us, Wilt the Stilt. Sadly, he passed away in 1999. Uh, nonetheless, you can celebrate his birthday. Go out, shoot a couple of jump shots on Wilt. Do it. So true. Uh, Justin, while back. Right after you took uh, your sabbatical from the show, uh, which, by the way, next week when the trio is all together again, I will do a little storytelling uh, chronicling your completely fake reason of why you had to leave the show. So get ready for that. That's a fact. Um, I will. 
Nonetheless, I told the listeners uh, of a, a, a monumentous occasion right after you le- uh, left the show. I told the listeners that the Doc G Show had been turned down by the one, the only, Tom Brady. That's right. Wow. I invited Tom oh, Brady on the you show. Know what? Yeah, I remember you you told me about this. Yes, and he, well, he didn't personally, but his assistant personally turned us down. That's right. Wow. The man that designed my pajamas turned the show Sweet. down. Sweet. Uh, and in the process of talking about Tom Brady's fame, I was looking at his Instagram, and I started noticing the seemingly random folks he follows. So true. And, uh, you know, this was a small a, a small thing that gave me joy, Justin. Yes! I got I got a lot of joy in seeing these weird random follows that famous folks uh, followed, right? So I went to yeah. Instagram's top 50 most followed people, and I started looking at who they followed. Uh, now, I'll start this off by saying something very disturbing that I took note of, Justin. Was everyone on this list follows somebody? All top 50 people on the list follow somebody except for two people. Wait, what? That follow no one. You can do that. Nope. Yeah. But you know what that's essentially saying? That's inherently saying, I don't need to keep up with anyone. The world needs to keep up with me. That's right. That's what that's saying. (laughs) That's what that's saying, Justin. Do you know who the two people that felt no need to follow up with anybody, to follow anyone, do you know those two people? Hmm. Was one of them Tom Brady? No. No. Tom Brady follows YG. He follows Rick Ross. He follows Unreal Snacks. Tom Brady has some follows, man. He follows some weird folks. Uh, It was not Tom Brady. It was Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Girl, come on! Wow, they just act like they're too big for everyone, huh? Not a single person. Now, I will give Beyonce credit because she follows nine people on Twitter. She does follow, but Taylor, nobody. Zero people. Nobody on Twitter either? Zero people on both platforms. Girl, come on! Wow, wow, wow. And I gotta say, Taylor, Cristiano Ronaldo has 60 million more followers than you do. And he finds it necessary to follow 441 people on Instagram. That's right! (laughs) What do you think about that? Yeah! Yeah. 60 million more people find him more interesting than you. Yeah. And he still finds the need to follow other people. That's right! I'm just saying, Tay-Tay. Anyways, uh, now I say this, Justin, because it's inspired me to check out the extremely popular folks on Instagram and find out what I would consider their weirdest follow. Sweet. Look through their their people that they follow in a segment that we're going to call Who Are They Following? Yeah. Took me... Took me a long time to come up with that name. Nope. All right. Uh, so this week, we are going to look at Selena Gomez. Or as I told you long ago in our show, Selena Gomez. Miss um, Gomez has 150 million followers, Justin. Jeez. Okay. Second most on Instagram behind Cristiano, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. That's a fact. Uh, right there with the Doc G Show, give or take 150 million or so followers. That's a fact. Um, she follows 61 people. 61 people. So who's Selena following? 
I picked out what I consider to be her weirdest follow, which she follows an account uh, with the handle at Sex Like Selena. Word. Yeah. What? Yeah, which is a fan count of herself. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting handle. So it's a fan account with the handle at Sex Like Selena, and it's a fan account for Selena. Selena is so popular on Instagram, this fan account has half a million followers. Girl, come on! (laughs) Like, the fan account has a half a million followers. I mean, I guess this is... It must be a good... It must be releasing good content. Well, it's just pictures of Selena. Every single one's just a different picture of Selena. Like... And I mean, I guess like Selena following it is her like saying, hey, thanks Mm. for being fans. Like, I guess that's what that is. But because like, like, what do you what does she comment on the post? Like, hey, it's another picture of me. Dope. Thanks. (laughs) That's right. Like that one. Hey, nice. Do you guys remember? I have lupus. Yeah. That's true. True. Like, that what is you, true. What do you comment on pictures of yourself? That's so bizarre. But that's her weirdest follow. She follows the fan account at sex like Selena. Justin, we're going to be right back. Former lineman, former NFL lineman and food fanatic Donovan Clark right here on the Doc G Show. Sex like Selena. Hey, what's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And it's Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Doc G Show from 803 to 904, the best show on the radio. You dig? Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today we are joined on the show by former NFL offensive guard and Michigan standout and foodie fanatic, Donovan Clark. Donovan, how's it going, man? Mm. I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, knowing you were coming on the show, I always I do I do a little research, man. And uh, I know I know you're born in Ohio. That's a fact. And uh, yeah. you went to Finneytown High School. Um, being a foodie fanatic like yourself, do you know <laughs> what chip was rumored to receive its name from your hometown? From from Finneytown. Hmm. Uh, I do not know, to be honest. I feel kind of bad now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't worry, man. Home. Don't worry. You can take it home yeah. with you now. Apparently, Pringles. Pringles. Have Ah, you know what? You know what? I think I... Yes. Okay. Yes. Now it's all starting to come back to me. I, just, I do remember that. Pringle Drive. <laughs> yeah, it's rumored that two Procter yep. & Gamble advertising employees lived on Pringle Drive in Finneytown. And, and the name, yeah. they were like, hey, that works for, for chips. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go with that. Like, now... <laughs> yeah, we're I, starting to come back. <laughs> I should tell the listeners, there's 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 some, uh, you know, argument against that. Some people say that's not where the name uh-huh. came from. But mm. there is a Pringle <laughs> Drive in Finneytown. So we, we've got that down. So we brought you on the show, obviously, talk two things. Football, food. So let's 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 knock mm-hmm. let's knock football out first. Um, <laughs> you you played offensive guard. Uh, did did you always want to play on the line? Cause like I feel like not that many people want to play on the line. Nope. It's dirty work. Like yeah. were they just 
were they just like, hey, you're big and you can move people around. You go here. Or did, did you actually say, no, this is where I'm playing? I mean, to be honest, I mean, I played both. So back in high school and like middle school when I first started, I played both offense and defense That's just because of the yeah. numbers. So yeah, I really did enjoy playing the defensive side of the ball because you didn't really have to think. All you just had to do was just make sure you tackle the like the person with the ball and like destroy the first man in front of you. But, you know, just uh, playing offensive line over the years, definitely you build up that uh, um, uh, like uh, the toughness mentality is like, hey, you know, this guy's in front of you, like he's testing your manhood. So yeah. it's either you or him. So you just got to go out there and uh, just to show like everybody in front of you nah. and uh, just take care of business. It's it's rough, man. Now I I've got to openly say the only experience I've had is intramural flag football. So that's the only time I've ever <laughs> played. I never played football like Pop Warner High School. I was too frail. It was too. It wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but like I, I, they'd always like when I wasn't involved in a play in flag football, they'd be like, ah, yeah, just yeah. stand on the line, protect the quarterback. And I got to be honest. The footwork needed for even flag football offensive line, I was not ready for. Nope. People would just blow by me, and I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry about that, quarterback. That's that's my bad." Yeah, you gotta have like a little athleticism. You gotta have a lot, man. You gotta have a lot. It's uh, it's it's tough out there. Now I uh, I noticed, uh, so I, I took a I took a gander at recruiting back in the day, uh, coming out of high school. Uh, you you had you had an offer from Cincinnati, you had another one mm-hmm. from USC. Uh, so yeah. so one I gotta ask why didn't you decide to stay in your hometown? And then two, why did you choose Lansing over LA? Because I mean, hmm. you know, it's, it's LA. No offense to Lansing, <laughs> but it's LA. Like why why did you go why did you go Michigan State instead of the other two schools? Well, I'll start out with uh, um, uh, the USC. I mean, really, I've never really been that far west in my life, so I yeah. really didn't have no aspiration to go that far. Now, they did recruit me hard. I mean, heck, I remember like when I was getting recruited, like their whole I'm a coaching staff all sent me handwritten letters. Jeez. Nice. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, look, looking back on it, probably should have took the visit at least <laughs> just to tell, you know, just me, you know, just the experience, I guess, some of California. So oh, yeah. Off, but I mean, I really didn't really have that big of an aspiration to go. I mean, like, it was a dope. Like, it was dope, you know, just for what it was. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't really have the aspiration to go out there. Uh, UC was just way too close. I mm-hmm. mean, it was like, like, if you were to drive from my hometown and where I'm from, it's literally maybe like 15 minutes, mm. if not, um, if that, um, if that, I mean, if it's even that long, it's not that far away from my hometown. So I was like, you know what? I'm, it's too close for me. And it wasn't like the university that I've always, you know, come to know, right. to love and watch just because it was, it's not that big and it's not the like the university feeling that I, that I wanted. Yeah. So, and then I, when I met the Michigan State, it was like, wow, like this is a university. Like this is where I can see myself going for four or five years. And yes. I just felt home. Um, uh, the coaching staff was amazing. Um, uh, coach D is an awesome coach. He cares about his players. Um, I never, w- I got never will go back and change that experience. Very ever. nice. Very nice. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of people 
uh, that go to Michigan State. That's that's the feeling. It's you're you're inundated. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I haven't. I. But then again, I guess I can't say I've really met too many people that have gone to any university and been like, you know what, that was horrible. I hated it. But at the same time, everybody that I know that co- that has came from Michigan State has been like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. You don't even know. <laughs> so true. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess. Okay, sorry. Um, now, you, you went to Michigan State. You redshirted your freshman year. You went on to start every game your sophomore, junior, senior season. You picked up all, ten, uh, all Big Ten honors your senior season. Uh, you had your first career start, 2012, against – Michigan, you were backing up Dan mm-hmm. France. He had a concussion. Yeah. Do you remember that yeah. moment you found out that you're gonna you're gonna start and you're gonna start against your rivals nonetheless? Jeez. Yeah. Yep. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Uh, Coach Staten, um, he pulled me aside, and said, "Hey, you're gonna get to start this week. Uh, make sure you're prepared." And uh, from that, you know, that coming on, just made sure that I got in uh, the summer more often that week uh, and uh, just went out there and uh, did what I had to do. Now, now, how, bi- how big were the nerves that game? I feel like my nerves would be a, a little too much to handle. <laughs> yeah, there was, um, it was, um, it was a little, no, I was a little nervous, I will say, but after the first play was over, um, I said, I, I just all like the nervousness and everything just in a way. Yeah. Um, it was a big game, big stage. Uh, I'm a definitely happy to play in the game and get my first start. Yeah. Against, uh, you know, like in the biggest um, of college um, stadium in uh, all of America. So it was pretty dope. But that's right. Same time, after the first play was over, that's just all it took. I had to lock myself in and just do what I had to do. Nice. Nice. I think that's the difference between somebody that's talented and not because I would just stay nervous the whole time after the first play i just be like oh god there's another one and these guys are all looking at me they're coming for the quarterback i'm so gonna screw up this is bad so true uh so yeah. I, I noticed yeah. senior year you got to run out of the tunnel first like it seemed like is that yeah. sort of a senior uh, seniority thing do you move up as far as like who comes out of the tunnel first do you do you get further I mean, and further? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like it just depends on the mindset of uh, I'm of the person. Like a lot of times, I mean, like star players and the seniors, like yeah, they get up front. But okay. Sometimes, uh, like a couple guys don't really care, so they just walk out whenever <laughs> they walk out. But yeah, I mean, it's always a good feeling to be in front. Yeah. But, you know, just like your mindset, like you know, it's always to be seen. But it just really depends. I mean, yeah, it's always a good little thing. You know, but yeah. Were you ever worried that you were gonna like run over Coach D'Antonio? What? Because like I, 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 I feel like like get too excited uh, or just sort of like maybe he trips and everybody's like, oh god, Jesus, no! Watch out, the coach is down. Girl, come on. Like, I, um, I don't think that went through my head. Okay. Or anybody said that that much. I mean, but good, I mean, good. Like whenever Coach D's there, I mean, you just try to make sure that you respect his faith, yeah. if you will. But I yeah. Mean, he, I don't think there was ever an instant where that went through our mind. I mean, he just, I guess, pulled through the crowd. He was always first anyway, so yeah, I mean, just try to make sure that we didn't, you know, he, run him over, I guess. He look, he looks in pretty good shape compared to some of those coaches yeah. out there. He looks yeah, like he looks like a pretty big hard <laughs> too. So, like, I mean, you know, like, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't really want to, I wouldn't really want to get in his way. But there's some coaches out there that they look, they look a little frail. You're like, ooh, that's right. I don't know. That's, <laughs> That could be a problem. Like I, Saban, I think Saban could handle it, even though he had a 
what do you have a hip surgery a little while ago? I think I yeah. had some kind of surgery, yeah. knee, something like that. Yeah. Those guys can handle it. There's mm-hmm. a couple that can't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so now Michigan, do you consider? Uh, I, I've sort of wondered this in the Big Ten because it seems like you guys are all sort of yeah. in, a, in sort of like a three-way like hate fest. Mm. Is 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 Michigan still <laughs> your biggest rival, or is Ohio State? Do you, I'm guessing you guys still consider Michigan your biggest rival. Um, it's still Michigan. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, I'm guess like in Ohio State, we developed that rivalry, but at the same time, it all like be those guys down the street. So I mean, they don't respect us. They still don't respect us. They never have. They still call us little brother. Yeah. So. Which makes no sense to me, because when I was there, I mean, we beat him four out of five times. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we live on on uh, the present. They live on the past. So it is. It is. Say what? I got it. I got well in the preseason polls. They've got Michigan State. Uh, our Michigan ranked number one. Uh, Michigan <laughs> plays Michigan State in the Big House, November sixteenth. What's the prediction for this year? Hmm. I mean. I need to get back to watching more of the guys and just getting back with them. But <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the that game is always marked on both of our calendars, whether they want to admit it or not, too. But oh, yeah. so true. That's always marked on our calendars. We're always prepared for that game. I know um, every every year, every team goes out and plays their heart out for that uh, for that game because that's just the game where you get street cl- um, street cred. But I mean, like we'll just uh, we'll see what happens. But um, I have uh, no doubt in my mind that on the industry will definitely bring it. I like it. I like it. Well, so after college, you were picked 224th overall by uh, you know getting closer to the end of the draft. Now, uh, yeah, take me through the draft process. Did you think? You were gonna get drafted by the time like two twenty three rolled around. We're like, ah oh, man, I don't think I'm gonna get drafted. It's um, unbelievable. Uh, or were you already? You were like, no, nah, no, nah, somebody's gonna pick me up. I got a feeling somebody's gonna pick me up. Yeah, I was just going back. Yeah, when the seventh round came along and the late sixth round, I was just going back and forth with my agent saying, hey, you know, this team saying this, this team saying that. Yeah. Um. I kind of knew I was going to still get my name called, but I just wasn't sure at that point. I was just waiting and, uh, uh, yeah, just waiting to see, like, how my name was going to get called from just for the most part. And then it did, and I was like, hey. Sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty nuts, I would say. So, so you go to the Chargers, uh, and mm-hmm. you're playing in your rookie preseason game, third quarter during a running play. Your leg folds underneath of you. You had to be carted off the field. When you got injured yeah. that first time, did you know how serious it was right when it happened? Did you know this This is bad? This, um, something bad happened? Mm-hmm. I knew something was bad, but I was not aware of the severity of it um that was my first ever time experiencing something that painful yeah i remember this like it was yesterday i tried to get up i couldn't had a couple teammates saying get up down get up and i just uh just couldn't yeah Um, i knew it was bad but wasn't sure how bad it was i've never been in that much pain in my entire life Mm. and uh yeah (laughs) so So, it was was terrible so you came back Almost a year to the day, to be precise, a year and 11 days, and you're playing the 49ers the next year Mm -hmm. in the preseason, and you tear the other ACL. Girl, come on! Uh, Now, having it happen the year before, did you know on this one 
when it happened again, you were like, yeah. oh, it, it, the, yeah. the other leg, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? I like yeah, as soon as soon as it happened, I'm like, not again, oh. not again. Oh man! So I immediately knew. I immediately knew. Whew. So both let now after that, like when you're recovering from two ACLs in in a row, obviously you wanted to play. Uh, you were training to get ready. Uh, yeah. Were you were you worried? You know, e- even though you were training to get ready, were you worried in the back of your head, like, man, two ACLs, what's next? Mm. Like, I mean, because yeah. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like you know, getting ready after two injuries like that, it's it's gotta it's gotta mess with the psyche a little bit. Yeah, I mean, after the first injury, I could, I mean, I could even tell going through like uh, workouts and um. Uh, and, and like uh, just practice in general, just I, I felt like I wasn't the same player after, like even after the first injury. Yeah. Uh, my steps were slower. Just watching film, I'm like, man, I'm getting off the ball. Like not like I, I like myself like I used to. Yeah. Um, and then after the second one happened, I'm like, man, this is like not good. Like I'm watching film, I'm like, like I'm not getting off the ball as well as I used to, and like I'm really really slow. I'm not the same player, so. Yeah, I was going through. I was actually going through some things. So yeah, that's right. I was not in good state. That that's. I mean, you know, it, it's hard for anybody to come back from two injuries that big. Yeah. Uh, now, now you did you did some coaching courses on offensive line for Apex Sports. Yeah. Uh, have mm-hmm. you have you ever thought about going into the coaching space? You know, uh, go, uh, going in that line? I mean, I get that asked to me all the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, so uh, true. Old uh, coaches get asked from people all over still. It's, uh, I never really thought about being much of a coach, but more of like a mentor mm-hmm. to some kids, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe down the line somewhere, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe down the line, but right now, uh, I'm still, it's just still up in the air. I gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, well mm-hmm. let's let's talk about the other passion. Let's talk about food, man. Amen. Let's talk about Here the food. Go. So Here you you launched <laughs> your food Instagram back in June. You're at Chest Eats C H E S T E A T Z on Instagram. Yep. Uh, a word out to the listeners: uh, if you're hungry, don't go to his Instagram. Wait, what? It's, it's the most vulgar food porn you'll see. You'll be way too hungry after you go there. Jeez. You're going to do something you're going to regret. You're probably going to drive down to Tampa and be like, "Why did I, I just drove eight hours here to get some chicken. That was bad, man. I shouldn't have done that. Um, there, there, now, you, have, you haven't got too many posts yet because it is new, but you've got, you've got several. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, right now, you yep. live in Tampa, so... So yeah. far, with the food scene in Tampa, if I say, mm-hmm. Donovan, I'm coming down to Tampa, man. I need a place to eat. Hmm. You've got one restaurant. I've got one night. Where are you going to tell me to go eat? Hmm. You know what, man? To be honest, I'm, I'm still fresh um, in the scene. I mean, there's I'm still discovering there's a ton of food places here. Oh yeah, like a ton of food places, like a ton. Well, you you a can ton, give, a ton, a ton. you can give me the asterisks and just be like, <laughs> I'm giving you this now. 
There, there's some other. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to stack several restaurants on top of this one, but this is what I've got uh-huh. right now. Yes! What, what do you? Because I've seen some several, several solid food choices there on the Instagram from Tampa. What, yeah. What, which one right now is freshest in your mind? And we'll, I'll put this asterisk on it for now. If you had to eat right now, feeling hungry, which place would you eat at right now? Not necessarily the best, just which one are you feeling yeah. right now? Mm. Well, something that's definitely new to me that I don't really eat much of is this um, a Caribbean spot called Yaman. Yeah, it's, yeah, Y-A-H-M-O-N. It's really, really good. That was the best jerk chicken I've ever had in my entire life. Like, it falls off the bone. It was Sweet. so, so good. And their drinks they had there were phenomenal. Like, I, like, my mouth was salivating when I was eating this chicken. I guarantee, like, it was unreal. It was so good. Very nice. So, Very nice. Florida's always a good spot for Caribbean, man. That's for sure. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so now I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take it back then. Uh, let's go back <laughs> to the college days. If I'm going yeah. to Lansing and I call you up and I'm oh. like Donovan, I need I'm headed to Lansing. Where are you telling me <laughs> to eat at in Lansing? Hmm. Oh my God, E freaking L. That's right. Oh, wow. Um, definitely. Um, Big John Steak and Onion. Say what? That, that was um, a Philly cheesesteak spot up there. That was really really good. Big John. I'm writing um, it down right oh, now. Oh, Big also, John's. Okay. Also, that one, but there's one that you always have to go. Okay. It's called um, Eastside Fish Fry. It's called, and they have this thing where it's always been called Crack Chicken. It's Word. so good. Mm, that sounds dangerous and, and slightly illegal. Eastside. <laughs> it's it's the seasoning, man. They they put this um this uh, special seasoning on the chicken, and it's been known as Crack Chicken. Mm. And it's mm. really really good. It's I'm not so g- good. I'm not gonna get arrested after I eat this chicken, am I? That sounds sounds. There's a special seasoning, wink, and you're gonna love it. My God. Okay, so I got the east side, east side fish fry and Big John's. That's where I'm headed. I got it. I got them listed. Okay, so now let's go back to the original. Let's go back to the hometown. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Cincinnati, and I call you up, and I'm like. Where are you telling me to eat in Cincinnati? Hmm. Skyline Chili and Montgomery Inn. Oh, you gotta man. have Skyline. I have definitely I have seen Skyline a bunch on the Food Network. So I've definitely seen. Now that's <laughs> that's where they got like the it's like the the spaghetti with the with chili on it, right? And then it's like yeah. cheese mm-hmm. all over that thing. Like there's like oh. a pound of cheese on there. How good is that chili? Is that oh, chili really I'm- good? I, listen, I'm all about cheese. That's right. And, oh, it, it, it is so good. <laughs> Who isn't Man, about cheese? I want to go home right now. <laughs> Who isn't about cheese? My dad has a saying about cheese. He'd eat cardboard if you put enough cheese on it. That's his saying about cheese. So true. <laughs> and it's it, right, right. <laughs> it's very true, man. It's very true. Now, we've we've had a lot of food guests on the show before. I've been lucky enough to have some Food mm-hmm. Network folks, some Cooking Network folks. Uh, now I've got two separate questions here. First, if you okay. had somebody from the Food Network make you a meal, uh, which chef are you gonna go with? Hmm. So you got anybody oh. you can choose, 
and they're going to make you a meal, not take you to a place, who are you going to go with? Mm, if you would have said, take me, I definitely would have, mm, wow, but now, make me. Now, oh, see, I, I'll go ahead, I'll let you mm. I'll let you in on mine. Mine's going to mine's gonna be Bobby Flay. That's a fact. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was actually going to say Bobby Flay. Yeah. Because uh, I watch his shows. Mine is Bobby Flay for sure. He is a really, really good chef. He's I, talented, I man. So, uh, be Bobby Flay, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I'm always blown away on on be Bobby Flay, man. He's 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 doing their dish, and he usually wins. Yeah, and I'm like, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you practice. This well, is well, their dishes are a lot of like it, their dishes are like kind of like basic, if you will, sometimes yeah. too. Yeah, so it's like, come on, now, you guys got to be like a little bit more creative here because he's gonna win. Well, well, it's, it's nine times out of ten he does usually win. I mean, like I was telling somebody, I was like, it, it's basically like if there was just an athlete, like general athlete, and he was like, "Yeah, come on, and I'll beat you at your sport." And they're just like, "Come on," and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna play football today." And he beats him at football, and the next day he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna play you at track. All right, I'm gonna beat you at track." Like he can just anything. <laughs> They bring anything at him, he still makes it. So I'm like, I got to try something. He's got to make something, and it's going to be delicious. That's right. So the second one (laughs) is if you need somebody to tell you where to eat in a city, whose recommendation are you going with on that? I'm going with Adam Richmond. He oh, was, uh, Fresno on Man Griffiths Food for Series One and Two. That's my guy. The all or, day. The original. No slight. No slight to Casey Webb, who has been on the show, and we love Casey. Yes. Uh, yeah. Adam Richmond. Yeah, but I, yeah, okay. Um, Adam Richmond. He's yeah. He was my guy uh, back then. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I reached out to him on Instagram. Uh, uh, a couple of months ago, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy for sure. Very nice, very nice. I think as much as much hate as he receives, I'm I'm gonna go Guy Fieri still. Yes! I, I'm still Guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Guy. I mean, he just knows yeah. it, man. He's been all over, yeah. and he's got so many mm-hmm. good restaurants. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust Guy. Yes! I'm gonna. Although I will okay. shout okay. out to somebody else okay. that's been on the show, Roger Mooking from Man Fire Food. Uh, he he gave me some good recommendations, yes! so I can't I can't put okay. down I can't put down Roger. He gave me some great recommendations. Now, so far <laughs> okay. since you started this food IG, like mm-hmm. I said, you just you just started with some of them. Uh, yeah. Again, if I say which one is your top right now, not. Of all time, not of not of. Uh, if you had to eat one of the places that you've been on your IG right now, which one would you choose? Hmm. I mean, can I pick two, or pick, does it have to be one? Pick two. Go, go two. Go two. Yes. Okay. There's a place that um, a buddy of mine from Michigan State actually has been. Uh, I'm telling you about it. We've been to a couple times, and then like every time he goes he rubs it in my face was this the but detroit it's a restaurant one called, mm. huh? yes it's called uh bad brad's barbecue i had it li- i had it listed man yeah. i had it listed right Listen, here those nachos those nachos i had were those barbecue nachos that they have at bad brad's are to die for those are so good they look so like good. it was about 18 pounds of nachos i'm gonna be honest man that was a <laughs> that was a truckload <laughs> of nachos it's 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 a it's a good it's a good healthy portion, but it's not. But man, it's uh, man, I would eat that every day if I could. Nice, every day. All right, what's what's the second? What's the second you got? All right, um, wow, hmm. there was this other one place called uh, 
swinging door exchange. It's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was uh, really, really good. The burger I had on there was so, so good. Now, was that the one with the chorizo on there, too? You said what? Was that the one with the chorizo and the avocado and everything? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember that one. That was one of the best burgers I ever had. That was so good. Man. So good. You hear that, Tampa? You're missing out. He chose two Midwest places. You got to represent Tampa. Bring your A game. Come on now. Now, oh no, don't worry. I'll be making my way around Tampa. Don't you worry. I was I I was drawn in by Fleming Steakhouse. That that looked pretty. You, oh, you listen. You cannot go wrong with Fleming's, and even Eddie. Eddie V's too is really really good too. I've been there a couple times. And I, and I'll be honest, the one of the most recent ones, the the Dirty Bird, that uh, that sandwich looked pretty killer. That looked like some good chicken right there. I was pretty I was pretty. Oh my it. god! It was. It, oh my god. Now is that so is was that was that Nashville style uh, hot chicken or was that just fried chicken? Hmm. Um, I think it was just fried chicken, but it might have been Nashville style. But yeah, it was uh, called um. I'm a king of the coop. Yeah. And that place there, it was unreal. Like, like the quality of chicken and just, oh, like I, 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 I go back right now. I don't know. Why'd you have to bring that up? Because that was, I Girl, literally just said it. it was so good. Hey, I, I told the listeners, you're going to get yourself into trouble if you go to your IG. It's going it, to, you're going to see these <laughs> pictures and you're going to be like, I need some of that in my life right now. That needs to happen. It's right a, yeah. I mean, hey, because I'm a big, huge sauce person, too, and the sauce that they have, too, is, like, there to put on it. Mm. And, and the fries there were, like, very good quality fries. The seasoning on there was delicious. Listeners, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's killer. The bun, <laughs> the, the bun looks like it was buttered. There's some kind of great sauce on this chicken. I don't even know what kind of sauce mm-hmm. it is, but it looks like some delicious sauce. <laughs> it's got that fried chicken's got that dark color to it. It's got that dark Nashville yep. color mm-hmm. to it. It looks, mm, oh man, oh. Mm, I might drive down to Tampa here in just a few minutes. That might happen. I don't know. Yeah, but you might need to. You <laughs> might need to. <laughs> uh, Donovan, I want to thank you for coming on the show today, man. We really appreciate yep, of it. Of course. Uh, yeah, man, no problem. Man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> listeners, make sure you follow Donovan on his food Instagram at Chest Eats. Like I said, C H E S T E A T Z, and his regular Instagram at Donovan76. Right now, we are going to listen to our former guest, MSCJ, right here on the Doc G Show.
time, I ain't tryna rush. Last nigga on the bench like a timeout. Think it's time to let that nigga know it's time up. Yeah, you the one that I've been waiting on. You the one that ain't known. All the ladies to the dance floor. Baby, you know this your favorite song. Shorty, you turn me You just heard MSCJ with Take You There, our main man representing the Geechee gospel. The Gullah Geechee people, Justin, are a native people to the lands of the coastal region of South Carolina. And, And by native, I don't really mean native. They made their own their own heritage and culture. They were a group of slave individuals that then were let free on the islands after the Civil War, and they basically lived on their own for about 150 years. And when they did that, they made all their own culture, and that is the Gullah Geechee culture. Uh, That's pretty cool, man. It's very cool. It's very cool, and uh, MSCJ represents... For the Gullah Geechee people, his grandfather actually does tours uh, for for the Gullah Geechee, uh, Geechee uh, Museum. That's right. Uh, and we had him on the show two years ago. Two years ago in May, back in 2017. Mm, and he's out. Okay. He's he's uh, he's represented by the same crew as uh, as Rock and Yellow. Amen. The guys that uh, rock and yellow. The guys that, that give us time. rock and yellow uh, gave us MSCJ, and we thank them. Uh, and thank you. Obviously, we thank Donovan Clark for coming on the show. Fantastic, uh, great to hear. I felt bad awesome. for him, man. Um, I mean, how much does it suck to get into the NFL? And then on your first preseason, tear your ACL. And on your second preseason, tear your second ACL. Girl, come on. 
Like, I mean... It's unfortunate, man. That is... Ex- that is the worst injury, any, one of the worst injuries anybody can go through. Extremely unfortunate, you know, but he had a fantastic college career, and he got drafted in the NFL, and you know what? Yes! He's doing yeah. fantastic, and he looks fantastic, and guess what? Yes! He's got a food Instagram that everybody needs to check out. It's... It's insanely and you delicious. Know what? Everyone loves food. Amen. Everyone loves Amen. Food, so I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna love his uh his uh page. Instagram. Amen. 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 Justin, let's knock out this last birthday suit. Are you ready? I'm ready for you, dude. Okay, okay, here we go. Um Born in Palisades, New York, August twenty first. Palisades. Yeah, huh? Palisades. Uh, August twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. Our birthday suit wearer was born to a firefighter captain and a former soap opera actress. Hmm. Uh, our birthday suit wearer's mom started putting her in auditions for acting when she was very young. She was in a commercial when she was literally just eleven months old. Jeez. Uh, she landed roles in Guiding Light and One Life to Live. But her big break, one of her big breaks, came in 2000 when she played Coach Yost's daughter in the movie Remember the Titans. That's right. She was. Uh, she has went on to be in Bring It On, All or Nothing. I love you. That be- is... Uh... Go ahead. Go. You, you, sure? you want me to go now? <laughs> go for it, man. Who is I think it? it's Hayden Panettiere. Yes, it is Hayden. And I usually yes. just say patent leather because I can't pronounce her last name. So she's Hayden. We can do that, but it's her birthday, so I'm going to try it. I'll just Panettiere, Panettiere, Panettiere. Panettiere, yes, yes. We'll go with that. Sure. Nope. Sure. She's been in. I love you, Beth Cooper. Scream for 2013. She married Vladimir Klitschko, which was, hmm. that was a curveball. Um, that was a curveball, man. That was very weird. I didn't really see that coming. Nope. Um, I mean, yeah, and like very weird proportion in terms of like about, their height. I was about to say, like, I don't want to say they looked weird together, but they sort of looked weird together. Hmm. I mean, you know, they do. She's real, but hey, it worked out. They have a kid. She's really teeny. He looks like Drago from Rocky Four. It's a little odd, you know. It's uh, <laughs> it's not, that's not normal. They do have a kid. Um, and apparently, he raises that kid in Russia. Like, he has custody. Yeah. And I actually... I wonder if it's going to be a boxer. Well, when I was looking up this, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a girl, so could be a female Ooh, boxer. Hey, we'll female see. Boxing. Maybe you Maybe yeah. UFC. You should get probably more money out of UFC as a, as a uh, female competitor in combat. Just saying. True. Um, True. But True. I, when I was looking this up, I noticed that Hayden Patton, uh, Patton how did we decide we we're going to say her name? What was Hayden Panettiere. Yep, that one. Um, apparently, she's had some trouble with her uh, with her significant other right now. Apparently, he. Oh no. Yeah, apparently he's uh, been charged with some domestic assault type things. Jeez. And uh, well, that's scary. Well, what's even more scary is that Vladimir wasn't taking any of this, and he said he was going to come over and straighten straighten out. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you do not want that guy to straighten stuff. No, out, especially if it's with you. No, no, I was like, pass. I that is a heavyweight champion. Strong pass, but nonetheless, it is her birthday. She's turning the big, the big thirty, man. Yes! The big thirty. Wow. Train day. Wow. Yeah. Train day. Yeah. 
Justin, this is the point of the show where I lay down all the amazing guests that we have coming, and I'm very excited about a lot of these guests. Uh, Hit me up, baby. We have, Hit us up. I mean. We have Blackstone Cherry. Say what? Justin. Blackstone Cherry, huge rock group out of Kentucky. I went to go see these guys back in 2008. 2008. Wow, yeah, well, so I went to go see Shinedown, right? And Shinedown, mm-hmm. the, uh, they were like, oh, there's two opening bands, Hailstorm and Blackstone Cherry. And at the time, I had no idea who Hailstorm was either. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll go see these two, these two jokers. And then I get there, <laughs> and they both they both rock my socks off. That's right. And I was like, holy crap, these are some good bands right here. And they're fi- full circle. They're on the show. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes. Um, we've got them evils coming on the show too. Um, yeah, yeah, another hardcore rock band, pretty great. And this one, I'm really excited about. Justin, we've got Hannah Shaw on the show. Uh, Hannah Shaw. Hannah Shaw. Yeah, Hannah Shaw is better known as the Kitten Lady. That's right. Yeah, Kitten Lady. Oh. She has saved thousands of kittens in her lifetime. Justin, she Whoa, she okay. neglected. I can't say I've done that. N- I'm allergic. Ne- neglected kittens that can't care for themselves. That if they were left under their own devices, they would die because they aren't uh, fully functional as cats yet. She takes them in. She takes them in if they have blindness, if they have cancer, and she 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 takes them back to full health. And she has recently released Dude. a book titled Tiny. But mighty, uh, sort of chronicling that idea into a book. Fantastic, fantastic lady. Can't wait to have her on the show talk about the book. It's going to be great. Uh, That is something that doesn't suck right there, Exactly, exactly, man. Uh, And uh, I will say, too, uh, she's a great person to follow on Instagram if you... uh, if you get a chance to follow the kitten lady on Instagram, yes! she has some. Of course, you do like your cat. I, I love. I'll come around to it, maybe. I love. I love my cat. She's a kitten. Kitten X lady. She has nine hundred and sixty-seven thousand followers, and she's got all oh, kinds, my. all kinds of uh, pictures of her kittens that she's healing back to health. And she also has a pig that she visits a lot. So mm. you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you know, she's all about all animals, really. So you know, you you gotta love That's the awesome, you gotta man. love the kitten lady. Uh, nonetheless, it is time to end the show, Justin. And as such, I have been your host, man. Doc G. With, what a good show to come back to, right? Right, it was with me as always, Justin. Virgin well, Bat. as always, from now on. From now, yeah, as always, man, it never went away. You were just on sabbatical. Damn. Justin Sabbatical Virgin Pat Sorry Evangelista Thank you Thank you guys It's It's been great It's it's good to come back Come back to Come back to where it all began Mm. I don't know where it's ending But I don't know You know You know me This is me What? Everyone loving the Doc G show That's where it ends You know it Amen You know it baby Amen And until next time And then next week we'll have the uh, twa together Amen Amen Until next time Zip it up And zip it out Zippity doo dah